0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I don't care if you know the roads of Kansas City like the back of your hand. If you could drive to work with a blindfold. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you think you know point A and point B when you're driving here in Kansas City. All that goes out the window when there's fog. Yeah. I
2: suppose I can agree with that.
1: You all of a sudden distance that you take for granted because you can see street signs and stuff I'm like, all right, yeah. there's two of these, and then I take my right totally out the window.
2: Yeah, it eliminates your visibility to it gets almost to a scary point.
1: Yeah. I looked over to my left. I didn't even know where I was going. And I know in my soul the drive right after I get off of 35 all the way to here, to the station in Michigan, mm-hmm. Kansas. But at one point, I look over just to look for some kind of monument or something that I can recognize on the sides of the road just because I felt like I had gone too far. I didn't know. Yeah, we don't realize
2: how much of a visual impact even our surroundings have. And by not having them, how much it can mess it, mess us yeah. So just think like bats with their sonar. Once their sonar gets messed up, they just fly around naked.
1: Uh, cool, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. This weekend was awesome. Was it? It was so good. It was so good. There was emo night. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was excited for that. There's a greeting committee show. Yeah, I was super excited for that, too. Which was one of the most epic shows I've ever oh, been really? to. Oh, really? I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. i I'm, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry.
3: I've been dreams. Jumping on a in the air. Jordan Silver and friends. 69 on 965 the bus.
1: Dude, it was one of those things where I really didn't think that I was gonna go. I really? really didn't think that I was gonna go. I don't know. Something happened to me right before our last break mm-hmm. on Friday, where my stomach went, uh-uh,
2: no no. So there's no point during the time that you initially got ready, left your apartment, the drive to the emo night, there's no point during that. You could be like, hey, by the way, I'm on my way just in case you want to come.
1: I figured it was too late at this point. I'm sorry. So, BuzzFam, what happened? What happened was I didn't feel good, so I figured that I wasn't going to go to emo night. Like I, I mean, you know when you're to that point with a sickness and you're like, all right, I can't go out in public. So I took some things to make me feel better, thought that there was a 1% chance that I was going to be able to go. And then it did make me feel slightly better, but I felt like I had to go, you know, because I was being billed as as a DJ for crying out loud. Yeah. But I had told Chris, I'm not going. And then, yeah, when I pulled it all together and did it, no, I didn't text you. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I was ready and everything, just waiting for the text. And then then I tell everybody, no, Jordan's not feeling well. The weather's too bad. We're not going to be able to make it. And then about an hour later or so, my younger brother, scrolling through Instagram, sees you DJing at Emo Night. He's like, I thought Jordan wasn't going. I was like, what?
1: Let me see that there. Not only that, all the guys at Emo Night, the crew, were like, where's Chris? And I was like, oh, I told him that I wasn't going to go because I didn't think I was. I'm sorry. That was a... That was a 1% chance. you got to give me a break here. I realize that, but I, I drive a thousand-year-old,
2: sorry, a thousand-dollar, 30-year-old car for a reason, so if I do bump into a little wall, there's no big deal on the icy roads.
1: No, no. You got in a pretty scary accident the last time that it snowed. You, like, did a spin on the highway. You were facing the other way in traffic. It scared me.
2: That's because I don't drive on the interstate anymore. So that was just an
1: anomaly. I lived downtown. Our car, my Uber, was just like f- floating around just to try to get to Riot Room. It was awful. And so, I, I got one of those big SUVs too.
2: Big SUVs can have bald tires. Whatever.
1: So that was Strike One. Yeah. But then there was a Strike Two. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm real sorry about this one. I'm sorry. So I'm so sorry.
2: looking forward to this. Was, I heard it was amazing. It was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Yeah. And what? you had. I, uh, Joe McKenzie maybe have
1: shot some video of you up in the special sideline thingy. Yeah, I felt like a Lincoln. Oh yes. Except for it didn't end that way, but it oh. might as well have. So, Buzz Fam, what happened the second time this weekend? We're uh, I'm at strike two, y'all. I'm at strike two with Chris. I am um, not happy. You texted me about coming to the Greening Committee show, and anyone that wanted to go that had tickets can commiserate with the fact that it was scary and really hard to get to Uptown Theater. People did it. Everybody did it. It was a packed house. It was completely packed. Yes, you're right. And people were standing outside in three degrees Mm -hmm. just so they'd get a good spot. Mm -hmm. Incredible. That's how Kansas City is for the things that they love. And, I mean, I got goosebumps thinking about how treacherous it was to drive outside, how the band and everybody that put it on was worried that no one was going to come and also concerned that they didn't want people to risk their lives to come to the show and then see all the people that did. And it was just musically it was one of the greatest shows i've ever ever seen in my entire life and uh
2: yeah i watched a few snapchat videos
1: i told you not to come
2: no no you forbade yes. forbid me to come
1: because i dude i was just thinking about your daughter your newborn daughter and then that accident that you had where you were spinning around on the highway, and again, I know that you... One
2: spin is not spinning around on the
1: highway. Doesn't matter. You were facing the other direction when the traf- when, when you stopped spinning, and that scared me. And I just thought about your baby, you know, without having a, a dad, and it made me really sad. So I was like, you can't come. You can't come. But then... You texted me, and you're like, well, I'm going anyway, so uh, yeah. I'll see you there. What do I say at the front door? And that's when I was like, ah, shoot, I'm so sorry to get 20 any tickets.
3: That's what really happened. I'm sorry. Music, world, local, and unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends.
1: Ladies are boss bitches. And 100 years ago in Kansas City, there was a lady that was a boss bitch.
2: Ooh,
1: I'll get to that coming up with the front page of the Kansas City Star 100 years ago. But first, let's kick it
2: off. On this day in 2018, Mark Wahlberg donates $1.5 million of his reshoot fee after he learns out Michelle only got paid $1,000 for the same thing.
1: Wahlberg says he'll now put that money into the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, writing, I 100% support the fight for fair pay, and I'm donating the $1.5 million in Michelle Williams' name. The company announces it, too, will donate half a million dollars on behalf of Williams. Women don't get paid as much as men. That's a lie. That isn't really ever happening. Mm-mm. That's just totally something that's made up. You think? No. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And people that don't think that it's going on. Are wrong on this day in 2016 the
2: largest powerball ever in America at 1.6 billion dollars the winners were on Ellen and kind of told what it was like
0: it's a dream and I don't want to wake up right now it feels pretty good
1: yeah oh I'm sure it feels pretty it's a stupid question really no state tax but their federal tax on their chunk of the 1.6 bill yeah 39.6 percent Just gone. Just Just, 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 just being American. Oh, God. Mm. Taxes. Awful. On
2: this day in 2000, Bill Gates steps
1: aside as the CEO of Microsoft and gives it to Steve Ballmer. Now he's the big cheese. Big old guy. That guy yells a lot. That's the guy that yells a lot. Okay. And and owns the Los Angeles basketball team that I don't know the names of. I should. Mm. I should, but I don't. Come on, you're going to try. I know. My brain is filled with so many other things than sports. Yours too, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) without
2: a doubt. On this day in 1999, Michael Jordan announces his retirement again.
3: I am here to to announce my retirement from the game of basketball. Uh, it won't be a, another announcement to baseball or anything to that nature. I think that everyone has their own reasoning. There's been a lot of speculations in terms of why.
1: Second time he did that. Mm-hmm. Second time he's like, I'm going to retire again. I like how in the notes you wrote Jordan announces his retirement and you spelled it with... And I, like me. Right? Nine, on this day in 1998,
2: NBC agrees to pay $13 million for each episode of ER. Did you ever get into that? No. Were you ever, parents ever watch it?
1: No. But I know how popular it was. I don't like gross stuff. I don't like gross body stuff. <laughs> what? ER.
2: Okay. I, this is always when I had to, knew I had to go to bed when this show came on.
1: So you never watched it either? No. That sounds like
2: a. It was kind of lame for a, the biggest show, and they have that.
1: Yeah, that's their as intro. far as their intro. Yeah, the uh, now it is the third, uh, the third highest amount that has ever been paid for a TV show. Number two is The Crown on Netflix. Ooh. Oh, it's the most beautiful show in the world. I agree. Thirteen. That, that I
2: can see because the the production value is incredible. It
1: is. Like, why do soap operas go on every day for 60 years? But, like, we can't have The Crown every single day for 60 years. Right? The most uh, expensive TV show per episode. Thrones. $15 million an episode.
2: So much money for one episode. Now, uh, HBO's got the money. And the subscribers. It's yes. not just TV, it's HBO. Yep. On this day in music history in 1986, Ozzy Osbourne is sued by the parents of the depressed teenager who shot himself while listening to this song.
3: It's
2: actually supposed to be a suicide prevention song, but the parents didn't actually look
1: into that. Exactly. yeah So, so the kid was 19 years old, and once he shot himself, the parents claimed that there were hidden lyrics in the song. Hidden lyrics said, right. "Quote, get the gun and try it, shoot, shoot, shoot." Like you said, Ozzy said it's actually an anti-suicide song, and a California court dismissed their lawsuit, saying that his suicide, the kid's suicide, was not a result of Ozzy Osbourne's song. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. What? You don't just kill yourself because of a song. You don't. There's a lot of other stuff. It's too simple. That leads for that. up. Yeah, that leads up to there. Like the parents need to look at themselves. Have these conversations with your kids. How are you feeling? What are you doing? It's not a song. What was his childhood like? What were you guys doing? You know, were you fighting in front of him? You know, Mm -hmm. what's he depressed about? There's so many more factors that lead to that. When I see stories like this, where all the Marilyn Manson ones back in the day, it's like, that's not why they did it. There's so much more. And the parents just don't... Parents never take fault. Anyway...
2: Well, on this day in local history, in 1984, TV anchor Christine Kraft wins $500,000 in her case against KNBC, and the judge rules it down to $325,000, which is almost a million dollars in today's money.
1: We talked about this. This is kind of crazy. So she was a TV anchor, and after a focus group, you know, kind of, and you do that in entertainment. Mm -hmm. You pay these people to tell you what they think. Of you, and then you as a company take that information and go back and like retool things if you need to. Um, well, the focus group determined that she was, quote, too old, too unattractive, and <laughs> would defer men. Defer men? Yes. What does that mean? I think means it means not like them. You know, like make <laughs> her go, like, ew, these girls ugly, I don't wanna hear the news. Oh, from her. man. So she filed a discrimination suit. Here's where it gets tricky. Okay. So the jury in Kansas City awards her the money mm-hmm. and then the judge overturns it what? so then yeah so then they go to Joplin to try the case again another place jury there awards her half a million and then the judge overturns it and in the end there was an appeal to the Supreme Court where she was denied hmm
2: I got the last quote from Christine Kraft after all that and what she finally got in her winning she said all in all I'm happy with the outcome
1: I'm pissed for her and it's like...
2: But if you were told later. if you're were told you too ugly and had to be let go, but we're given a million dollars, would you be like, okay?
1: No, and I, I am too ugly for TV. That's why I do <laughs> radio.
2: All right. In this day in music history in 1979, the YMCA sues the village people for their YMCA song. They weren't too happy about that.
1: No, originally because they thought that it was a, a defamation to the organization.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because... The village people were gay, group, and This is the 70s. And they interpreted the song as the village people trying to make it a cruising place, the YMCA. Changes the lyrics up a lot, if you know that fact. Yeah. Um, but then in the end, they're like, oh, my God, thank you. This has helped us out so much. And that's what happened with the YMCA So they, they eventually dropped it. On this day in music
2: history, 1968, Johnny Cash... Plays two shows for inmates at the Hello, Folsom Prison in California.
3: One of the comes. classics.
2: It's
1: you like that song? Epic. Johnny Cash is amazing. I bet you could sing that low, too. I'll see you,
2: boom. I started singing that mm mm song yesterday because when I woke up, it was really, really deep, and it was on point.
1: Crash test dummies. You yes. should have recorded it. I should have. Next you. time
2: I will. On this day in local history 1932, a janitor was killed when
1: a bomb goes
2: off at the Midland?
1: yes. What? There's not a lot of information about this. And unfortunately, the server where I get the old Kansas City newspapers has Mm -hmm. been down for like three days. So I haven't been able to like read an actual news story from it. But yes, everybody that works at the Midland knows about this. Somebody, well, two people actually in the end said that they created a bomb. I don't know why. Again, this is going to be in the archives because it does not exist like searching for it on the regular internet, right? Um, but they created a bomb and had a 22-year-old former convict. He was supposed to put it under a seat in the balcony, but it didn't make it that far. The convict thought that it was just a liquor delivery because this is still during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. You know, take this be- take this box, hide <laughs> it underneath that seat. You'll be good. Um, and then it went off and killed a janitor, unfortunately. Aww. Mm-hmm. Sounds
2: like the beginning to an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Were the bombs going off at the theater? Ugh. On this day
2: in 1854, Anthony Foss was granted the first U.S. patent for the accordion, which is an amazing instrument that my grandma just got rid of one in a garage sale.
1: What? Hold on a second. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes, yes. Oh, what an amazing instrument! The guys have, from KC Beer Company have a friend that plays the accordion. He's mm-hmm. been in. Yeah, we've. You yeah, see yeah. It? I've met him. They play some uh, genuine german folk song that is the coolest instrument
2: yeah i i was looking forward to inheriting my blue my grandma's blue accordion was in the closet for all these years and then a cool couple christmases back she's like oh i got rid of that in a in a in a, a
1: garage sale okay chris if yeah! anybody needs to play the accordion it's you you right? already can play the keyboard right you just gotta like move it up and then squeeze this thing i can try that we need to get you an accordion please next next birthday me save Ooh. up a little bit because I know those things are not cheap. No, you can't, can't get them at a garage sale for twenty five dollars. Maybe your grandmother's. Oh, you're mad. Don't oh. don't swear on the radio. Oh, don't she the radio. sold it
2: for less than fifty bucks. I think. What an accordion! An and accordion. What? It was a beautiful pearlescent one
1: from the fifties. There's probably way more uh, worth in what was what it was made of, oh, I know. the materials. Okay, well then I will change the subject. This happened uh, 100 years ago in Kansas City, and we know that because it was on the front page of the Kansas City Star, January thirteenth, 1920. This lady is a badass. Quote, Miss Teresa Crow of 3120 Carnes Boulevard answered the door shortly before 9 p.m. A man who carried a drawn revolver pushed past her into the house. Two others remained on the porch. As the first bandit began to search the house, Miss Crow ran to the telephone on the landing of the second floor of the house. The bandit followed her up, and a scuffle ensued in which the telephone cord was pulled oh no. from the wall. Miss Crow then shoved the bandit backwards, and he fell down the stairs. As he struck the floor, Miss Crow screamed. They were all frightened and ran away. Miss Crow, <laughs> this is the end of it. Miss Crow was not injured in the fight.
2: Oh, incredible! What, what a badass. badass!
1: Also, I don't know if they do this now because <laughs> I haven't read it, but she's obviously been the target of a crime. Mm -hmm. And they just, in the beginning, first line of the newspaper article, they post her address. They did that back in the day. It says Miss Teresa Crow of uh, 3120 Carnes Boulevard. It's like, there's your address? Yeah, don't do that. Right, because everybody gets this paper back in the day. It's like, all right, I got this bitch's address. (laughs) We're going to go back. But what a badass. Just was like, no, no, you ain't stealing from my house. Kicks him down the stairs and they leave.
2: Maybe that maybe that. after seeing how much of a badass she is, like, yeah, we're not going to mess with Miss Crow. Yeah, no, never, never. Got some unofficial holidays for you, Jordan. Let's do it. Clean off your desk day. I love that one. Uh, sticker day, which will be good for clean off your desk day. Rubber ducky day. Never had one of those.
1: Mm, really? No. I feel like you still would use one.
2: No. I, I just got one for Cora. So she has the actual oh, rubber ducky.
3: Your baby. Yeah.
2: It is also Make Your Dreams Come True Day and Public Radio Broadcasting Day followed by Skeptics Day.
1: I'm a skeptic about it being Make Your Dreams Come True Day.
2: Yeah, that's you only get one day to make your dreams come true.
1: Well, I just don't think that my mine are realistic enough. Or maybe. Today What's your dream? Are you kidding me? Can you not guess? Oh,
2: meet Taylor Swift. Meet Mary.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What's your dream? I, I have a
2: uh,
1: have a cheat. I need to set some more dreams up. I'm so ready for this. What is your dream, Chris, for make your dreams come true? Well, I
2: still need to drive a street sweeper. One yes. of the cities around here just got some new ones, and I'm really excited to drive it. I did know that. I did
1: know that your <sighs> dream is to drive a street sweeper yes. just once. Yeah. I'm sure we can make that happen. I,
2: please, if you work at some place and, and your daily job is street sweeping?
1: Why? Please. Why do you want
2: to be a street sweeper? Because you are driving in a vehicle with brooms on it that are spinning and you can go really, really slow and you can see all the cleanness afterwards and that just makes me my heart
1: satisfied. Damn, you are OCD as hell. Yeah. So how do you feel being in the studio with how messy the church of Laszlo leaves it yeah you never
3: know when that info will come in handy like maybe for your pub quiz night that was on this day in history with jordan silver and friends on the buzz jordan silver and friends news on 96.5 the buzz
1: Christopher, tell us what's going on in the world today.
2: If you are driving currently, you can see that we have some dense fog in the metro, and it's going to be staying dense until at least 8 a.m., which visibility is severely reduced. And since temperatures are in their 20s, we could see some freezing fog, which means what? it's just going to glaze the surfaces and create some extremely slick roads.
1: That's as crazy as thunder snow to me. Yes, I thunder love and thunder and la- snow. That is... Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so be careful out there. Eight o'clock at least, it yes. may start to finally go away. Mm-hmm. Fog is scary. Like everybody that thinks they know they know where they're going does not when it's foggy. Can't see. It just changes everything. What else?
2: Well, Operation Rock Wallaby is underway down under. So down under. Th- rock no. Wallaby.
1: Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Rock Wallaby.
2: Down under. So we we know about the fires in Australia, mm-hmm. and certain animals have no problem surviving the fires in Australia. But once the fires are over, they can't survive because they don't have any food because all the fire took all the food away.
1: That makes sense, unfortunately. Yes. People
2: have been uh, getting in their helicopters and dumping characters, characters, carrots and sweet potatoes all over the land so they have some food.
1: I just love how that starts with people getting in their helicopters. (laughs) How rich are they in Australia? it's,
2: It's just a no big deal.
1: Because I would love an Australian girl, especially if she is, you know, rich as hell to have her own helicopter. So, okay, so they're taking care of. The animals dropping all this food. Yes,
2: this has been the largest... They've done this before, but this is the largest dump of food. And they're just like, please give us more carrots and sweet potatoes.
1: Oh, God, they could come to my house. I could donate some. All that stuff when I try to pick up stuff for a salad and I'm like, I don't really want this. Right. All that goes to waste. All the the Wallabies would love that. They would totally love it. They would love to eat it. All right, so Family
2: Feud Canada Okay. has a... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to play the audio for this one.
0: Okay. All right. Real simple. There's one question. Only one answer. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken.
2: So they had chicken? Popeye the Sailor Man's favorite food. And without thinking, she just replies chicken, <laughs> and she loses the $10,000.
1: Because then the, the next guy probably goes Spinach. spinach. Yeah, and they
2: win. So the whole story isn't lost. Popeye's, the chicken, people heard about this, and so are now giving her family $10,000 worth of Popeye's chicken.
1: Mm. That's amazing. What a (laughs) heartwarming story. You know, like it depends on how old she is. Popeye hasn't been on the scene, the cartoon scene, in a minute. Right, and with the recent flux of the chicken sandwiches. It makes sense why she said that. But that is hilarious.
3: What is <laughs> Popeye's favorite food, chicken. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I.
1: Chris, I know you're still mad at me for what happened this weekend, but I wasn't feeling well, and I really didn't think. There was a 1% chance I was going to emo night. I'm sorry. I took that 1% chance.
2: Wish I had much fun as you do on the weekends that you don't feel well. <sighs>
1: hmm. Yeah, how are you feeling? I mean, like it's still, the flu is rampant. Right oh, now,
2: it is rushing through the America
1: in this community, especially mm-hmm. I went and saw my doctor last week and she's just like, did you get your flu shot? I'm like, yes, you gave it to me. And well, <laughs> her nurse gave it to me. And so um it was just I, every, they were talking about all the people coming in that were mm-hmm. sick. You know, people die from the flu. It feels like it. Yeah. You know, it feels like you're dying when you get the flu. It does. It's the worst. So I don't know what's going on in my Body, if it's the flu shot, kind of like fighting it or what, but probably I feel bad, but I don't feel so bad that I can't do stuff.
2: Oh, well, then I would love a text back.
1: I felt very bad back then. I'm talking about mm-hmm. now. How are you feeling? You were sick. Maybe I got this from you.
2: I'm feeling okay. Pretty good. Better than it was. But my wife is not that she's not feeling well, but there is an issue that she's trying to overcome. And she's asked me to help her, but I physically can't.
1: What a horrible husband you are. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no Oh, no. oh. You, what? Your wife that just gave you, at the end of September, beginning of October, your first child. Beautiful. Who birthed your yeah. child. You owe her so, so bad. You, you just you just stood there right no, no,
2: you know how I don't get grossed out very often no but when sh- you sh-
1: when she asked me this I couldn't you embalmed bodies at a funeral home correct this needs to be explained and your wife asked you to do something that grossed you out beyond I, the, the the fact that she
2: even asked me with the serious Face I can't even comprehend, and I'm not even sure if she is still isn't joking. Did she does she laugh when she jokes? Normally, but she had that just that serious face where I don't think you're kidding. Why
1: well, I can't do anything for her. Come on. I Are would, you do she would do anything for you.
2: But that.
1: There's one thing? This is like your meatloaf thing?
2: It is my meatloaf. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. What
1: is it? Just tell us what it is.
2: <sighs> she wants me to unclog her milk duct by sucking it out. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I I will do many and any things for my wife, but... But But
1: you won't do do that. that. You will do it. Are you kidding me? What would you do that? Mm -hmm. Not. Don't your wife? (laughs) But
2: seriously, is is this a common thing where wives are asking their husbands or anybody to suck their breast to get the milk ducts unclogged? God, I've tried that pickup line. It doesn't work, by the way. So you know. (laughs) What's going to happen when I am? retrieving said clog, and all of a sudden it hits the back of my throat.
1: I'm so sorry. She gave birth to a baby. Sounds like I think that this is incredibly painful. I don't know because I haven't been, you know, I haven't given birth to a baby. But if it's painful, you're supposed to be there for her.
2: I know, but she hasn't winced much in pain yet, and I just have one question. If if I'm willing to unclog her milk duct, is she willing to unclog my... Phallus duck?
1: Your phallus duck?
2: My penis duck.
1: If I have a clogged...
3: Oh, yes! (laughs) Jordan Silver on the bus.
1: So Billie Eilish over the weekend uploaded some photos on her Instagram of a Hawaiian vacation. It's a picture of her in a bathing suit, and that's kind of what the media is writing about. Sounds like something that they will do. Billie Eilish doesn't swim in a sweatshirt anymore. (laughs) That's what I, I totally assumed that she would do. But there's another video that the Buzz family has been dming me and it's a video of her in a hot tub with a girl you've seen it how would you Mm -hmm. describe it
2: uh i would imagine if like if a if the one girl is sad and the other girl is putting their arms around her to like console her in a hug kind
1: of like oh that girl the other girl in the video to me just looks like pissed not sad pissed okay like i'm 17 or 18 years old and i'm pissed at life okay that's what i get from that video and um you know Basically, Billie Eilish and this girl are in a hot tub, and it looks like Billie Eilish is passionately embracing her. Okay. It's like two seconds long, if that, and there's no caption or anything about that photo with that video in it. It's just very interesting, because I would love for it to be a day and a time where you no one cares about sexual orientation anymore to the point where nobody has written about this. Mm -hmm. It's the Buzz family that DM'd me like, what do you think? In that we've done some research, she has not said anything in the media about liking girls. I don't know if she's definitely said that she was straight in the media. I was just searching and it's kind of, there's so much about her, but there's no video of her saying or, or interview with her being like, I am totally straight. So... I just find it really interesting.
2: So was there a moment in your life where you were hesitant to put a photo of you embracing another lady?
1: Yeah, it would have been from zero to 18 years old when I didn't, I didn't even know what these feelings were. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that this is so amazing. It's amazing because, first off, she's one of the most popular artists in the world right now. And if it is so nonchalant that she can be free... And not even talked about dating a girl or whatever that was again we're I hate this is such a doubles I'm do, I'm definitely going against what I say but th- this seems to be in my opinion something that's really important um that that people don't care they don't care they don't care they don't care We're at the point where you know if you're young and you're going through these feelings and the biggest artist in the world, one of them you know may have that about them, it to me, it, it makes it just so much easier, hopefully, for those that are, you know, growing up and learning about themselves to be able to embrace that. Because back in my day, it was not. I, I've said it before. It took me until 18 to come out, even though if you saw pictures of me, if you knew my history, you would be like, <laughs> yas. Wow. I showed my friends a picture a couple days ago of me with my flower baby. From sixth grade, and I've got a baseball hat on backwards, giant shorts, a <laughs> uh, big giant Beatles t-shirt, and my flower baby has a head glued onto it, and that it, that baby's wearing a bandana backwards. Like,
2: <laughs> Would you say you were a tomboy?
1: Yes, but I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't because, you know, back when I was growing up, it, especially in the early days, in like the late 80s, it was uh, AIDS, you know? it was It was not a good thing. Uh, people were dying of this disease and then blaming it on that and um, I just think it's so progressive and amazing that this, that possibly we're at the time where it doesn't even matter You don't; it's not a focal point, you don't have to go in with it. Uh,
2: to find the research to do some of the research on that story it took a while even to find it in the Google results yeah. I mean, if, if you would have taken this 20 years ago and this was Britney Spears with a lady, it would have been front page of All the celebrity gossip. Yes, and now
1: it's not even a footnote, and I love that. You know, it it does, and I love that not for the reason that, yes, Billie Eilish may possibly be one of us. Like, that's not where I'm going with it. You can be straight. That's awesome for you. You can be gay. That's awesome for you. You can be anywhere in between. That's awesome for you. But just to be a symbol of the possibility of, of, of exploring those feelings that young, you know, and, um, Embracing them. It's just great. I'm very impressed. I love her. I love her. I love her. I I get it now.
3: That's Jordan Silver and friends from six to nine on the bus.
1: You know, it's so interesting, Chris, when we talk about things like the Chiefs and we talk about uh, emo nights and the greeting committee and your wife's milk duct. Mm -hmm. And then I do bring up something about Billie Eilish. Having a photo on her Instagram that I think is inspiring to kids that are confused, anybody that's confused with their feelings about their sexual orientation, and then we talk about it, and then people think that that's all that I ever talk about, and that there's no other topic on our show. Uh, we got a text in that said, "Can you shut the <coughs> up and play an <coughs> song? This radio station used to be good. Now it's just some dumb <coughs> talking about how she's a D word, and uh, shut the <coughs> up." So, you know, when you send texts like this, I got your phone number, and um, I just really need to know what this person is like.
2: You're going to call
1: them? Yep. Oh Hey, what's up? This is Jordan Silver. Uh, I got your text. Oh, I can hear it. Can you? Hi. Uh, it's Jordan Silver from The Buzz. I got your text.
3: Oh, God.
1: And I was just wondering if you want to talk about this. I'm on my way to work, so not really. You don't? But I wish you'd stop talking about how you're a dick all
3: the time annoying.
1: Why? Why does it annoy yeah, you?
3: All you do is talk about it. That's all you do is talk about how you're a d no give gives a f just play some music.
1: We talked about the Chiefs, you, we talked about bet, the fog.
3: I bet, I bet you, you agree with transgenderism.
1: Yeah, I uh, I agree of I agree if you feel a certain way that you should just be able to be that person, but obviously you are not one of those people.
3: You're a f cool.
1: Uh, do you have kids? Yeah I do. I feel
3: so bad for them. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher,
1: tell us what's going on in the world.
2: Well, a convicted murderer in Georgia is asking to be executed by the firing squad. What? (laughs) He claims his veins are too weak and that the execution will be way too painful if they use the standard lethal injection method. So they are requesting that he be shot by the firing squad. (sighs)
1: You hear those stories from back in the day and it just sounds awful.
2: Awful. The the lawyer said it's usually, usually painless.
1: I don't... So. You know what? <laughs> All right. What mm. is there any end to that? Or are they just going over it right now? Yeah, we're... Uh, I'm actually interested to see if he is successful.
2: No one's been uh, shot by the firing squad since 2010 and only three people since the 70s.
1: Yes, and that's actually coming up with this day in history. Ooh one of these days this week. What else is going on in the news?
2: There is a tortoise that is getting it on. He was brought to the Galapagos Islands because the species was dwindling down to literally a handful. Mm-hmm. So they brought Diego to the Galapagos Islands. There's now over two thousand species directly related from him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's going to be like literally the King George of the of the Tortoises. Tortoises.
1: Dude <laughs> There's a video of uh, on YouTube. It's really popular of a turtle getting it on with a shoe. Have you seen that video?
2: I haven't. What? Yeah.
1: Woo! <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where I, I don't like a turtle is so cute. Anytime any animal is doing that, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, oh god.
2: Is this something I need to Google?
1: No, no. It's just turtles are so cute. Oh, they you are. You know, they're like, but then when you see them doing it. You're just like, whoa, no, hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. relax, show. relax.
2: Well, Jordan, Kansas City is good. We're really good. In fact, do you know how we? I know that we're so good? No, where are you going? We ran out of fireworks for the Chiefs touchdown! That's
1: right, damn it, that's right.
2: After a depressing first quarter, our team decided to wake up and play the game scoring 51 points to the Texans. 31 and the Chiefs uh, released a little statement. Chiefs fan, we are sorry to report this, but due to your support and the Chiefs continually finding the end zone, we have run out of touchdown fireworks. Please direct all your complaints to the nearest and booth. Wow. I love that.
1: that it's, did you watch the game?
2: Um, I know. I, I think I was a bad luck thing. So after the first quarter, I stopped watching it, which... I will claim credit to our 51 points.
1: Interesting that I did the same thing because the Texans scored 2.2 two touchdowns within the first like, minute oh, in a yeah. really crazy way. Oh. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to just turn this off for yeah. a minute. When I turn it back on, oh, we're winning. I, what I love about football, though, is um, there's so many damn commercials. There's so... There was a whole set of commercials, and then they come back to the stadium to tell us they'll be back after these commercials.
3: <laughs> What's up with that? Jordan Silver and friends on The Buzz.
1: Even in bad weather, there's so many things going on in Kansas City. Every single day, it looks weird out there. <laughs> is it It's still the fog? The fog is still approaching the city, and it has not lifted as
2: they said it would, so be careful still while you're driving.
1: Yeah, at least it's light out now. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but when we were driving, it was dark. I had no idea where I was going. I did not. I trusted my instinct, which I should never do when it comes to navigating anywhere. Um, but there was a lot of stuff going on this weekend that people still attended, even though the weather was crazy. And as long as you were safe, you made it there Oh, safe. yeah, they still awesome. attended, yep. though the weather was bad? Listen to the podcast if you find out, if you want to know what hmm. Chris is mad about right now. Hmm. But I was looking on Instagram. Somebody, I think somebody must work at Sprint Center to take this photo, but it was a photo of all of the dirt being bulldozed and, like, put into place for Monster Jam this weekend at uh, Sprint Center. I would not want that job. Why not? Can you, like, move that stuff around? No, because you're bringing
2: the dirt into the stadium, and that's just, uh, that, that that makes my shins crawl.
1: Why? Because you're not cleaning? You're doing the exact opposite? Exactly. Okay. Got it. Got it. Well. I was looking at the the picture of it, and it's just interesting because there's bulldozers everywhere. There's dirt everywhere. It's Mm -hmm. going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I remember looking at this picture on Instagram and being like, well, damn, I really hope there's nothing going on at Sprint Center (laughs) Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because it's just a dirt floor. They
2: should have a country concert.
1: (laughs) That's not stereotyping at all. Well, like a down-home country farm tour. Or they could they could wet it after and just have like a mud throwing contest, Ooh. concert or something like that. Um, have you ever been to a Monster Jam? No, I've I've heard they're kind of exciting. You've heard they're kind of exciting. Yeah, I I've been to a couple, and uh, yeah, they're giant trucks. Just bouncing around, doing, like, death-defying stuff, spinning around. It's just like... Ar.
2: Do they squash the cars? They do. Or do they try to jump them, too. I've always was frustrated when they jump
1: the cars. Like, I want to see you squash the car. <sighs> I went, right? Uh, I don't know. It's always been a good time. Even though the first time I went, I was like, oh, I really don't want to go to this. And then the next thing you know, like... Two hours into it, I'm just like, yes, Grave Digger! <laughs> yes, get him! Stream
3: Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the radio.com
1: theres There are so many competition reality shows on TV. You've got the list of the most popular ones in the I U.S.? I do.
2: We've got, like, Project Runway. Okay, show. Survivor, of course. Mm-hmm. The Voice. The Bachelor. Ninja Warrior. Top Chef. The Amazing Race. America's Got Talent. Uh, the Great... British Bake Off.
1: Yes. Mm, that, love one that one always does really well. I was sitting next to some girl that was probably 19 on my flight home to Maine and she was what? Watching the Great British Baking Show on a little screen mm-hmm. and knitting. Oh. I was like, I am so Aww. happy for this generation. <laughs> How cool. She's like 85 but also probably 19. I love that. If she was only a little bit older. Ooh. But anyway, mm-hmm. there's a reality show. I don't, I don't I don't really like the competition ones. I love Project Runway, but you know, they're all rigged and whatever. There's one though that I'm obsessed with and I'm watching on Netflix right now. It's called The Circle. No. Do you watch it?
2: No. I've seen the trailer, and I refuse.
1: Well, here's what the show is
3: about. Welcome to The Circle, the real-life game that asks, how far would you go to be popular on social media if there were $100,000 at stake?
1: Yeah. I'm no. obsessed. The new episodes come out on Wednesday, and I'm going to be watching them. What's the premise? That was it. I'll explain it <laughs> again, and we'll have a conversation about it right after this.
3: Lover, come over. Jordan Silver and Friends. On the bus. I don't know. I
1: just saw it on Netflix. You know, there's always got to be something going on in the background of your house, even when you're ignoring mm-hmm. the TV. So it was a brand new reality show called The Circle. And I was like, all right, let's see what this is about. Clicked it, watched half an episode, and I was obsessed. It is so 2020. Even though it seems like the kind of show that would be on MTV... Back in the day, you remember those crappy, like, I Room Raiders?
2: I those crappy MTV dating shows.
1: Got Room Raiders.
2: Parental Control.
1: Yep. Date My Mom was one. Yes, Dismissed. I don't even remember that one. Then, the, of course,
2: oh. like the Shot at Love with Teal tequila, tequila. Of
1: course, my friend was on season two of that. Really? Yeah, I'll tell that story later. But uh, what was the one with the bus? Next. 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 Remember? Yes. They would come out of the bus, and then they would freeze frame on them in, like, the worst angle, and it say three things about them, mm-hmm. like, loves tacos, uh, was yeah urinated on, and blah, blah, blah. It's just awful. Uh, but I feel like this show, if it wasn't on Netflix, it could totally be an MTV show. Because I'm obsessed with it because it, I'm obsessed with things that I feel like are the future. Okay. And... Quiz shows, maybe they're out. Jeopardy, my favorite thing on earth. Maybe that's, you know, with the new generation, not something that people are interested in.
2: You think the circle is the next generation of reality television?
1: I'm interested to know. Here's the intro with the host explaining what the circle on Netflix is about.
3: Welcome to the circle, the real-life game that asks, how far would you go to be popular on social media if there were a $100,000 at stake?
1: So the way this goes is there's a bunch of people, seven I think, uh, they live in this specific apartment building. Okay. They're being recorded 24-7, and they do not get to leave their rooms. They can only interact with other people on the show via this social media platform called The Circle. Oh, great. And so they can DM each other. You can't video chat. So there are people on there that are playing as, they're catfishes, basically.
2: So the GIST has, like, images of them yes. with, like, messages? Yep, yep. So it's like they're all kind of having a, a MySpace per se, but you can't... I, I didn't think you could video chat, or no, I thought you, you could video chat. No, you
1: can't. You so can't there's because, no... Yes, it's 100% online social media. Basically, they have the day to communicate with each other and create alliances. Um, sometimes they have games. And then what, though? And then at the end of every show, they have to vote who's the most popular, who they like the most to who <laughs> they like the least, and then the least gets kicked off. And uh, I have a little video, a little part of that right here. Players, it's time for the rating. Everyone else is probably like in their pants right now. Once everyone
3: is rated, the top two players will become circle influencers and have the power to block.
2: Yeah, circle influencers. This sounds horribly it's- good. Really? I mean, I can't, I, I can't even stand that I said that, but what they're doing sounds trashily like I want to watch it.
1: Really? Yeah. So I've somehow turned you on to The uh, I don't like that
2: because it's, it's probably the most horrible show, and every time I'll, I watch it, I'm like, I am now dumber for watching this. Okay. But I'll continue watching it probably. Well, now
1: they have uh, – so they only released four episodes, and then they released four the Wednesday after, and now they're releasing the last four this Wednesday, which I don't like about Netflix. Mm -hmm. Bitch, you were the one that gave (laughs) us the whole series in the beginning. Yeah. You were the one that started that.
2: Don't change it up So what are you
1: doing now giving me only four episodes a week? What the hell, Netflix? All right, that's my first problem. The second thing is I was watching this show, and I was like, could I do this? If I was on a reality show. Could I do this? It, It really is just about the communication that you do with these people. They can easily get a hold of each other, but they're, just chatting. So how do you
2: elevate yourself to not just be an other normal person? Like, what are people doing to make it interesting?
1: DMing and having conversations, creating alliances, making connections via social media. Talking about the circle on Netflix right now. <laughs> I know. Hmm. You think that I would. But I was watching it, and you ever when you watch these reality shows, I don't know how, fa- how long they take them. From their families, you know, to do these shows, but you always on reality shows have people just freaking out that they've been gone so long and they miss their home and everything. And it's like you haven't been gone like ten years; <laughs> you've probably been gone one week. Do you yeah. really? Are you? You know, ma- this is just a sad, lonely cat lady making this observation. But um, the half the team they they got together and played a game. And then the team that won got this special prize. Listen to them freak out about this special prize. To me, this is like, all right, everybody, a Lamborghini is waiting in your driveway.
0: No. At least tell us what the prize is. Yes!
3: Yes! The winning team will each receive a video message from home. What? I'm going to cry. They're sitting there in their
1: house, which I get that they're alone. But to the point of crying and screaming that you get a video message from home? <laughs> You're not leaving home for for
2: war or for an extended period. You're going for a reality TV show, and you've been gone for probably a couple of weeks.
1: That's it. No, not even that. I imagine it's probably a week. So this is everybody's feelings after they mm-hmm. got their video message. I
3: miss them so much.
1: <laughs> I
0: can't wait to come back to you. That might be the best gift I've ever had in my entire life.
1: Excuse me. One more time. That might be the best gift I've ever had in my entire life. That guy needs better.
2: First off, clearly gift. he's never had to got a gift from me. <laughs>
1: just, he's never had any good gifts. <laughs> I'm going ahead. But I was thinking about this when you're on the, one of these reality shows, sometimes they do, you know, send you stuff from home just to make you feel so that you can and I who would your message be from?
2: Definitely Alexandria. Your wife? Mm-hmm. How about you?
3: My cat. Dead serious. My cat. That's it. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram, Instagram Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?